The Fun Learning Chinese Podcast. Join me and my Chinese tutor as we explore everyday Chinese vocabulary in ways that make sense to an adult learner. Hi, this is Laura. In today's podcast, we are going to talk about understanding the words he, she, and it in Chinese, or how they're translated. And if you would like to follow along with a written version of this, please go to funlearningchinese.com and find the lesson titled Understanding the Words He, She, and It in Chinese. Understanding the Chinese pronouns that are translated to he, she, or it requires knowing a couple of things. First of all, the pronouns that mean he, she, or it in Chinese all sound the same, but have different characters. Ta, he. Ta, she. Ta, it. Ta, it. There are two different characters meaning it because there is one for animals and one for inanimate objects. When you are looking at the list of these characters on the blog, the third, ta, is specifically for referring to animals, which are not properly referred to using the characters that mean he or she. In Chinese, any ta meaning he or she is reserved for people. The fourth ta in the list is used when speaking of inanimate objects. One easy way to remember this is to notice the radicals used in forming the characters. Radicals are the building blocks of Chinese characters. These radicals are also characters in and of themselves, but while they add meaning to other characters, their sounds are not necessarily similar. The shape of the radical often changes somewhat when it is drawn into another character. Learning some about these radicals can help you understand the deeper meanings of characters, as well as aid in looking up characters in a dictionary. In this specific case, it can help you read pronouns correctly. For the characters representing either the he or she, ta, the first radical helps identify gender. The first ta is made of the radical for person, zhen, plus the radical ye, which by itself is translated also to. This ta character is used when referring to males or in a gender-inclusive way. For instance, if one person is being referred to and the gender is known to be male, the pronoun character will be the first, ta. If an unknown person is being referred to, such as when writing directions that might be referring to either gender, this character would also be used. Similarly, if a group of mixed genders is being spoken of, this is the ta that will be made plural in a gender-neutral sense. The character man is added, and it would be translated as they, tamen. The character ta for she has the female radical nu, also followed by the radical i. If a group is all female, the plural would then use that character when writing tamen. The ta for animals uses the radical niol, also followed by i. Niol by itself means cattle, which even in English is sometimes used as a broad term for beasts of the earth. Since ye is used in all pronouns referring to living creatures, we can assume for our purposes that the radical has something to do with life. In the process of discussing all of this, my Chinese tutor told me that Chinese characters are formed in four different ways. By shape, 
by sounds, by mutually explanatory or synonymous characters, or by borrowed words. Some characters have a more complicated analysis or unclear history than others. The inanimate object ta seems to fall into this category. It is made of the radical min, which means roof, and bi, which means dagger or ancient spoon. You would use this ta when writing about things like books, computers, or rugs. None of these is or ever has been alive. Now, if you hear a native Chinese speaker getting English he's and she's mixed up, you will understand why it is harder for them to remember the different English pronouns for he, she, and it. It should also help you remember that even though Chinese speakers are using the same sound for all the ta's, that does not mean they think all the genders are synonymous. You can get a printable PDF of this lesson by sending me your email, and I will give you access to my private resource page. Don't forget that if you sign up for my newsletter, you can get 21 very helpful hints for learning to speak Chinese. See you next time. For a written version of this lesson, including pinyin and translational diagramming, please visit my blog, funlearningchinese.com.